Joe hates a lot of things. Joe hates toddlers and tiaras. Never before have I wanted to strangle so many people after watching so little TV. Joe hates raisins. I hate raisins so much that I'd rather have ants on a log with actual ants. Joe hates being tailgated. I want a bumper sticker that reads, free golf balls for tailgaters. I want that and a thousand golf balls. And Joe hates when people say, Satan, as they pass him on the street. This happens more than I think it should. Hello and welcome to Things Joe Hates. My name is Joe and with me is my producer, Jake. Hello, Joe. Hi, Jake and my lovely wife, Lisa, from upstairs. Hey, babe. Hi, Lisa. And before we get started with this episode's hate, I want to remind you guys that we have an, I have another podcast with Drew from Dudes with Brews on a Porch called Losing It with Drew and Joe, where we talk about our fitness. And uh, Jake, I have been walking a lot lately as my form of exercise. I was out walking like about two weeks ago and there was this hole in the concrete that I've seen every time I've walked by, by this hole. But uh, for some reason on this particular Friday, uh, I didn't see the hole and I put my right foot into it, twisted my ankle and went down on my knee. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, I had the dog with me and I, I'm laying there <laughs> flat, face flat on the concrete on a sidewalk, right? <laughs> On a very busy street. It's like a cartoon. Right. <laughs> and the, the dog the dog turns around and goes, oh, my God, something happened to Joe. And she comes over. She's very good. She comes right back over, sits down next to me, and it's like, I'll sit here with you, Joe. And I'm like, that's a good girl. Good girl. So I sit up, and I'm like looking around, seeing anybody, anybody see me fall when I, when I fell? Nope. Good. I'm going to stand up, and I'm going to keep walking. But that wasn't the most embarrassing thing that happened. Well, the most embarrassing thing that happened was when I got home. And I told Lisa about this and my son was within earshot and he goes, did you skin your knee, bud? <laughs> oh my God. It was too much. I had to sit down because his timing was perfect. Joe's face was even more perfect. It was wonderful. I was so angry that he got me with that joke. It was so good. It was perfect timing, did perfectly done. Knee, bud? Uh, Shut up, Joey, which is what I always say whenever he says something really funny. Because I'm just jealous that I, I didn't get to say it. But anyway, I, I continued with my walk, was able to finish my walk and continued uh, and have since continued walking with no ill effects. So no big, uh, no big problem for me there. Just some hurt uh, pride. That's all. Just some hurt pride, all at the expense for uh, losing it with Drew and Joe. So check out that podcast. I've literally got my blood into it now. Um, <laughs> let's get on. <laughs> Let's get on to the things I hate this week. And this week, we're talking about bad product design. When people make products, they should be products that customers need and are willing to pay for. And they should be designed well. And one of the things I hate, and I have most of my time is going to be spent on this tonight, but is products that are designed more for the company's benefit than they are for the customer's benefit. Explain. For example... A free-to-play game. Well, hang on. Before you get into this, yeah. I think uh, I'm already – I'm going to put a little uh, actually into this. Mm. I, I don't agree with your premise. I think every product that's designed is designed with the company's benefit primary. primary? That's correct. Companies, yes. companies, companies will it, not – hold on, Jake. Companies will not make a product unless they get a benefit out of it. That benefit – should be a monetary benefit, but a more and a mortgage is a perfect example of a, of a very good product, right? You know exactly what you're going to get out of it. You're going to get the money to buy a house, uh -huh. and the bank is going to get a certain amount of interest on that money for a period of time that yeah. is at a, at a maximum of 30, 30 years, generally speaking, right? If it's a thirty yeah. year fixed mortgage, it's a maximum of thirty years. Now you can pay it off sooner, but the latest you can pay it off. That's an agreement. That's right. perfect. That's but a Joe, perfect product. But Joe, why do they do that? Because they well, make money. That's correct. And that's fine. I don't that, have a problem my, with somebody making money. My point is, but just to try to tie this up here, what I, my point is just that the, yes, the company's primary benefit is the money and that's why they do it. Because if they did everything not for the money, why do just it? for the customers, they're right. They're, they're going to go out of business. Correct. That, that's right. That's fine. The good companies but, find a way to find, to do both. 
Yep. That's right, right Jake. But, That's but an Joe, excellent Joe, point. You know why that works? Because when you have happy customers, they're more likely to give you your money. It's That's when you have right. it's when you've got monopolies or when you've got people like with Apple for some reason has this incredible cult following. They've had really good PR and and advertising that honestly I don't I do not see the actual tangible benefit of having an apple other than to say you have an apple uh nor do i there are benefits to it though and but is but does it outweigh but does it outweigh all those costs and everything and that's where i'm saying i don't think it does but i make that conscious decision not to buy it now let me get to my topics jake come on (laughs) (laughs) like for example there's a free-to-play game that i've been playing the game is pretty fun it's called war robots right uh-huh. I've been looking for a Mech Warrior game that you get online and you play. And this one is cross-platform with mobile and PC, and you can get it on Steam and it's free. But man, this is a pay-to-win game. You you do not advance beyond a particular level without dumping a bunch of money into this game. In fact, there are some reviews on Steam that I just picked out. This one from Tommy says, the pay-to-win is strong with this one. And then there's this, this really, really hilarious uh, from a guy who called himself Seiko. Bruh, can't even play around without an armada of level 90s who used $80 of their mom's credit card to gangbang me to death. Mm. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> um, you know, because that's what happens. You get in there and there's like one guy who's who's dumped a bunch of cash in there. And, and most yeah. of the time you're playing and it's, it's okay. But when you get the guy who's dumped all the cash in, he doesn't get the three robots. He gets five robots. Yeah. His robots aren't the crappy robots you start with. They're the pretty awesome robots. And he just spends his entire time killing robots. And, and you're the guy that gets killed. Now, if he's on your team, you win, right? But he yeah. gets all the money. He gets all the rewards because he does all the killing. I, I would much rather, I think I get much more enjoyment out of a game I play, paid for, like Stellaris, that I've yeah. paid for, and it, it continually updates. I think there is a great game. And that's... I pay to play that game and I have fun with it. Yeah. Um, Civ is the same way. Half-Life. There are good free-to-play games though. There's – There are. That have found a way to to, – like uh, the ones that come to mind are World of Tanks and and World of Warships. Those are pretty big games. But the way way they do it is they break up the matches into tiers so that – if you buy a really good tank, for example, you're not going to play the the dudes who just got there, right? That right. doesn't happen. There are some things – like there are some things that you can buy, right? That's how they make their money. But it doesn't – those people very rarely interact with people who don't pay. And when they do, it's because that person has just – they've been grinding and they've, they've earned all this stuff. Now, that can get annoying when you're like, man, I've spent – however many hours to get to here and and billy spent a hundred bucks and now he's here but right, yeah you could say but at least i'm not an idiot and spent a hundred dollars on this game <laughs> right but uh so there is a way to do it there, there are good ways to do it but there are a lot of free-to-play games that are just pay to win right and that's what this is i can't stand i can't stand a pay to win game i shouldn't say free-to-play games i should say pay to win games uh, the next thing I hate that where the cus- the company does something for their own benefit not the customers is select the size paper towels okay what? I am not wrong on this. Oh, you're no. wrong. Look, what? Let me tell you. Let, totally. Let me tell you what this is. Size paper size. towels? Yes. So you it used to be you buy a paper towel and you tear it off and you get a nice perfect square of paper towels, right? Now they say, oh, look, maybe a, one paper towel is too much. That's never the case. One paper towel is always just what you need, right? No. Have you ripped off no. two? Let me, let me continue on my rant time. here. So what happens to me? I walk Lisa, up to the there's no reason to disprove him just yet. I walk I walk up to the roll of paper okay, towels, right? right? And I pull on the thing on the on the edge of the paper towels. Now, one of three things will happen. I will get a a a, a paper towel that is too small, a paper towel that is just right, or a paper towel that is too large. Now, in two thirds, right? No, that's that animal. is like the definition of what can happen. No, right. no, no. Those are the only three things that can ever happen with anything like that. That's right. But the only thing I need is the just right. I don't need the one that's too small or too big. So every time I pull that, two thirds of the time, I wind up wasting so, half of a paper towel. So you're telling which, me, 
which wait, wait. is the company's benefit because they sell more paper towels. Joe, I don't, because I, I still don't understand. Them. I still don't understand what your problem is. Are you tell? Are you so? So you're saying that the difference between a non-select science paper towel and the select, like, like if you want more paper towel, just take two of the select size paper towels. Like Jake, the, I would the love two to of the get sections. two of the. I would like. I would love to get two of them every single time, but I don't. I get one or three, Joe, and then about one third hands. of the time I get two. Jake, how many times has one of your hands been full and you need to grab something off the paper towel? You need to get a paper towel, but you've got like wet something else in your other hand, so you pull on it. This first off, let me uh, ask a question to these shucks. designers. Let me ask a question to these designers. What problem are you trying to solve? You tried to solve a problem that did not exist. Nobody, nobody wanted half a paper towel. Joe, and you I are want not half a paper towel. No, you don't. You only yes, think you want half a paper Joe, towel, Jake. You know why? You know why? Because if you take one of those select size paper towels and you fold it in half, it's a perfect napkin size. Yes, but if you take one of the standard ones, fold it in half, fold it in half again, you have I don't need the that best much. kind of napkin. Oh, no, I don't need that. I've Joe, seen I, you eat, Jake. You do need Joe, that much. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> I mean, be careful, I Joe. Know. I edit this podcast. <laughs> be very careful. So I, I don't understand what your issue is with this. This is literally just modular design. You it, should it love is. this. I like the standard paper towel. I I've, I have never. Oh, so, Joe, who cares? This who is cares? Me? <laughs> That's who cares. Oh, my God. Look, I don't understand. Select a size paper towels, whatever. You want two, you tear two. You want one, you tear one. That's the point. It's so, You have the choice. But it, that's not how it happens in reality, Jake. That's not how it happens. And they know it. The paper towel, big paper towel knows it. They know this is what they're doing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Woo. I didn't know I needed my tin foil hat, Joe. Those guys at Bounty are paying for their new Mercedes. I don't, right. Okay. So let's let's assume you're correct that the people who designed this get their six-figure salaries designing paper towels, right? Right. Uh, they said, here's how we make more money. We make it select a size. Yes. How do they make more money that way, Joe? Because now when they say, look, when the user goes to pull one of these things off, two-thirds of the time, they're going to waste half a sheet. So that means – we're going to go through a roll at about in about uh, 70% of the time we used to go through a roll. That means they have to get a new roll 30% sooner. That means they have to go to the store and buy more of our paper towels 30% sooner. And that means we sell more volume. Joe, and Joe, they think they have a benefit because they're Joe, dumb. Joe, That's- how <laughs> – are you calling me dumb? Is that what that no. was? <laughs> no, I'm not. So – what if I only need half of a regular paper towel? Jake, have you and then I, Joe, truly needed just Joe, half of a paper yes, towel? Yes, all the time for the very use I mentioned. I use those as napkins all the time. So you mean to tell me that it actually – I lose money because if I had a regular paper towel, I would go through that roll twice as fast. Jake, 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 it's even better than that. I have to say even even if I'm just putting this wee little bit in – Buy the little baby pl- – the little paper napkins. They're a lot cheaper than a even yeah. a piece of paper towel. Although I think Joe is absolutely wrong on this. 100%. <laughs> I think that you, you need to, to make sure that you get <laughs> – I think Joe is absolutely wrong on this. <laughs> oh, but I did think that you need it. It's even cheaper though if you get the paper plastic – those little – those little paper – Napkins. Paper napkins, a little nice one, a little cheapies. You can those get the last fancy forever. ones. Those are at least the paper towel. Paper Lisa, towels and the single little things are perfect for us. It's so that's size. that's fine. And if, like, let's say for example, I just like I like how durable a regular paper towel is. How how absorbent it is versus a napkin, for example. I I don't understand why I'm somehow losing money as a result. Do you want to know how you don't lose money? You let your future mother-in-law make you napkins. Okay. (laughs) 
regardless of napkins, let's forget about napkins, paper towels, because this is the this is the hill we're dying on here is paper towels, select a size paper towels. If, we have fought about the paper towels, Jake, longer than you have been in our entire world. Man. I tell you, he has had a problem with it ever since, and I love them. Joe, I think it would be one thing if you were like, "Man, I just don't like how you you know you rip it, you go to rip it off, so you don't get what you want." That's my whole point, Jake. No, Joe, I feel you. It's not an intentional design. They didn't do it to make more money for themselves. That's not what happened. You don't you think that's, that's Joe? Where's your evidence? You've just sat here and said I pulled a number out of my butt. Uh, I guesstimate <laughs> two thirds of the time I get more than I should. <laughs> the next thing I hate. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that as a win. Go ahead, no, Joe. Continue. No, uh, take that as a. We're just going to have to agree to disagree. The <laughs> next thing I hate on this. Is uh is hardware that requires a subscription to use it. And uh, now, I had to, when we were going over the script, I had to do a double take. I don't like. I have no idea what you were talking about. Okay, so here's what happened. I went to the store, and uh, because Lisa Lisa's car had a, a check engine light come on, right? Uh-huh. So I go, okay. Uh, we call around, and I I everybody wants to charge a hundred dollars to hook this thing up to a diagnostic device to tell us what's wrong with it. Yeah, I look online, and for a hundred dollars, I can get a diagnostic device that will tell me what's wrong with it forever, right? Yeah. So I go ahead and I get the diagnostic device for a hundred dollars, and I plug it into Lisa's car, and it says, "Hey, enter your email address." I'm like, "I'm not giving you my email address." So I, um, I, I enter some other email address, and then some actually, just, <laughs> some, uh, just I enter <laughs> just, hold on, just some other email address. <laughs> I used a, a disposable email address. Super listener Chad's getting emails now. What is this? Reader. Oh, my car. Hold your pants on, Jake. This is a big one. I wish I'd used Chad's email address. Um, <laughs> so the next day I go out there to double check it again. And it goes, hey, your session's expired. You have to log in again. Well, I don't remember my email address. So I go get another email address. And it says, oh, yeah, you need to go out and buy some codes for this machine. So I called the company up. I said, what is going on here? And they said, yeah, it only comes with five VIN numbers. You can only diagnose five VIN numbers with a $100 uh, tool. In order to diagnose more than that, you have to pay $7 for another five VIN numbers. VIN said, numbers? Yeah, VINs. I say VINs. As, VIN, as VIN, in? Vehicle identification numbers. Yeah. So why did you have to – you said five. You're only right. checking one car. Right. It's but one because. VIN. Right, but the that that the first the free five vins that come with a hundred dollars were burned up when I used the uh, the fake email address. Oh my god! Right, so now I have no way of accessing them ever again. And the and the guy, the customer service person said, "There's nothing I can do to get you your vins back. You're going to have to pay seven bucks." I said, "Well, this product has a defect in design and in documentation because that's not mentioned anywhere. I'm returning it." And I went back. And I bought another one that doesn't have that limitation on it, and it cost me another eighty bucks. But still, so wait, it wait you return the initial original one? Like, yes, yes, I did. Okay, so you still you you and you say another eighty dollars? Is that a hundred and eighty total, or just eighty? It's a hundred and eighty dollars. I, I so you mean a, to tell me model, instead yes. of just taking it to a shop for a hundred dollars, you spend a hundred and eighty dollars, Jake? The next time your car has a check engine light, it's yeah. $100 for me to check it for you, Jake. Okay. Come on over. Just pay the 100 bucks to me, Jake. I'll tell you everything is wrong with so, it. I, I just love these these hills that you decide to die on. It's great. I know. I, I, I think it, it is weird. I don't understand why they were like – why you, first you off, had to pay for how many like, – Right. You can only use why it for do I five have, cars. I, yeah, I, I bought a hard piece of hardware that's supposed to diagnose cars. Why do I? If, let's say let's say I had used it exactly as I'm supposed to use it, right? And, yeah. and I and I got the five VINs, and then one of my buddies or you come over and say, Joe, I got a check engine light, and I plug it on, plug it in rather, and I find out I have to pay another seven dollars just to diagnose your car. You know that's what it is, BS. It's big mechanic. That's what that is. Well, big mechanic out there making its money. <laughs> that's right, big auto parts. Um, <laughs> So uh, so I went out and I bought the one that doesn't have the restriction and it was 80 bucks more. But next time, Jake, you have a check engine light, come over. I'll plug it in. Nah. And for free, I'll tell you everything is wrong with your car. No, I just I just thought that was funny. I I 
I've never heard of that where it's like some piece of equipment like that you require like you need you can only use it on so many things before you have to pay more money. I've never heard I have of that. seen at work, I've seen hardware that uh that you have to uh activate a license on the hardware or the hardware stops working and you have to pay an annual license for the hardware for the hardware to continue working. What now can you tell me what kind of hardware this is? It's cryptography hardware. It's it's oh, okay. a that kind of makes a little bit more sense though. Mm, does it? I pay it's, for the like hardware that see, does the crypto. I could see where I could see how it's done. I don't agree with it, but I can oh. see how you do it at versus an oh, like a uh, a carved code reader. Like correct. That was yeah. bizarre to me. Right. Well, and this uh, it just irritates my me dad. No my one. dad has one, and it's just it's just an orange thing with with right. a. Uh, uh, an LCD display. It looks like a calculator and you just plug it in and it just spits the number out Yeah, right? and you just Google the number. Like where does that need the internet <laughs> to know or like to know whether or not it need, it can do any more? Well, Jake, I'll tell you the one I have now is really, really good. It will, uh, it, it, it connects through the internet, through your phone uh-huh. and it tells you Everything that's wrong with your car and tells you what parts you need to buy and how much they cost. Why? Why do you need that? You can Google that. I know. I know. Joe, were uh, there cheaper ones? The, were there no, cheaper there ones? No, there weren't. I look for the cheaper ones that do what your dad's did. They don't make those anymore. It looks like not they for don't the make consumer. Them like they used to. No, they don't. Uh, and finally, the last thing out of me is I hate things that are engineered to break. And uh, Lisa, I got some bad news for you. I broke your switchblade meat thermometer. Lise? Get out. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I have two other ones. That was my camping one. I know. What? But what? It- my camping meat thermometer. Yeah, Jake, you know how we glamp. Yeah. Jake, today I <laughs> Did said- you just have uh, three in reserve? Like, <laughs> don't worry. I have extras. I- Today she's we were making uh, uh, tacos and she goes I don't have any any cilantro I said well it'll be like camping we're just gonna have to rough it she goes we never camp this rough <laughs> it's true I'm like well that's true it's gonna be like real camping but we're at home but anyway but it worked this out Jake it worked out because we just used the salsa that I made the other day right and it so had cilantro we didn't have cilantro we're going to just have to rough it this is terrible yep. I almost sent them to David's. <laughs> it was a, it was an essential thing I, that they had to be out on the road for. <laughs> and, if gonna, they, and if the police officer imagine, didn't believe them, they could come here and talk to me. Can you imagine we going to the cilantro? I went can to the store. Can you imagine eating that I, without cilantro? <laughs> I went to the store today, yeah. and the Wegmans had somebody at the door that wouldn't let people in until they saw someone leave. Like they only let so many people in the same in the that building at the same ev- time. Everywhere. Right. Well, it's it's not at Walmart. It's not at Walmart. <laughs> I went care? to Walmart later and, and they like they had designated it like only enter here, only exit here, but they didn't care about how many people were actually in there. It wasn't bad though. Like I there wasn't that many people there. Honestly, I, I went at a decent time. But uh but at Wegmans, I mean, I sat there, I waited for like 30 minutes just to get into the building and and like everybody's got their masks on and, and gloves and stuff. And, you know, there's a line, there's a line for the registers. So like somebody's sitting there going, okay, you go to register 10, you go to register nine or whatever. And, and people just wait, uh, you know, spaced out. And then I just can imagine Joe standing in that line with a bag only full of cilantro, just a bag of cilantro. <laughs> Everybody's got carts full of stuff. And he's sitting there with a bag of cilantro going, yeah, I'm just getting this. That's awesome. That's why I would have gone to David's where it's never really a problem to get in and out of that place. And they have four, what is it, $8 a gallon of milk? Yeah, $8 a gallon of milk. That's right. But it only comes Crazy. in half gallon, so it only costs four bucks. But that milk is good. Jeez. Um, anyway. The, the cow. Right. While the, while the milk in it. That's why it tastes so good. That cow is really relaxed. So uh, the switchblade meat thermometer, it sounds, it looks just like you think it does. It's got a little button on the side of it that that pops the, uh, the, the probe out and then you're, you turn the probe around. Well, I the probe was out and I grabbed that probe and started pushing it up 
and the probe just snapped off because it's just a cheap piece of plastic that's um, uh, not – the thing is not well made. And it, it looks like it was just designed to fail right there so that you go out and you, you spend another $10, $15 on these things. And, uh-huh. Uh, Okay, I don't know Joe. what to tell you, Joe. I'm saying right. right now that 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 was not uh, our ten to fifteen dollar thermometer. One. How much was it? I I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> how much was that thermometer, Lisa? What do we pay for that thermometer? Don't worry, uh, Joe. There's backups. Uh, I don't know. I I have to check on the Amazon. Uh, so, I want to know. I want to the answer to that before the end of the podcast. Please find out. I'm finding it right now, Joe. I I agree. Yes, I don't like things that are engineered to break. Um. Like I, there's a lot of planned obsolescence and stuff or it's not just yep. planned obsolescence. It's just like planned obsolescence makes it seem like they sit there and they go, uh, we, we specifically designed it so that it does break. That's not what happens. What happens is they go, if it does break, we're not concerned about it. Hmm. Like, I, I think, and I think that's an important difference because right. there's malice associated with the first part of it. Right. The second one is just more negligence rather than malice, and I so I, I do think that there is a, or, bit of a difference. Or there's there's a thing you know we've we've guaranteed this thing to work for five years, and we don't care if it breaks after five years. Yeah, exactly. The, the minimum it takes to get to five years, and yes. unfortunately, that's where a right. lot of things. Because you want to save money, you want to save I, money in making this. You make make the most profit. Right. I I personally I buy furniture that will not last more than ten years on purpose. Yeah. That's furniture true. makes sense though because you're either going to move or maybe I never want the same style for 10 years straight. I don't yeah. I think it's awful, but that's me because I'm that's just Yeah, yeah. and that makes sense. Um so you honestly, you'll tool. never see me drop a, a grand on a couch ever. Right. Ever. I'm not I'm not doing it. I'll do it for a set, but I will not do it for a couch. You spend about a thousand actually eleven hundred and fifty six dollars no wait no it was thirteen hundred dollars on it wasn't yeah no it wasn't no it was eleven hundred dollars no it wasn't yeah it was eleven hundred dollars for the for the couch and the love seat and i don't know there's no point to this story (laughs) (laughs) all right so moving on so uh, I want to give a special thanks to Zencaster. Zencaster is uh, how we're able to bring this podcast to you. We're actually, I have a free account with Zencaster, but because of the COVID-19 outbreak, Zencaster has decided that they are going to give unlimited recording time to everybody so that we can social distance. So thank you, Zencaster. If you're a podcaster that's trying to record something over over distances with people, take a look at Zencaster, uh, Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R. And this podcast is being made possible by them today. So thanks. They didn't give me any money for this. I just wanted to give something back to them because they've given so much to uh, to the podcasting community. So thank you, Zencaster. Let's move on to Joe Rates Your Hate. Jake, what do we got this week? We got plenty here, Joe. First, we have Nick from Facebook. He says he hates shelves in the refrigerator. If one is a little higher than to accommodate tall items, then you end up catching the corners and cutting or scratching your hand. Mm. Generally speaking, Nick, I have yet to find a refrigerator that I think was well engineered on the inside. I, I I don't know. I'm not. I've never really scratched my hand on it, but I've never had yeah. a refrigerator where I go, "This refrigerator fits everything perfectly." I've never had. I've I've never had one that doesn't isn't like this shelf is too tall for the Worcestershire sauce, but this shelf is too short for it. So. I I, why I, love can't, the, I love how the item you picked off the top of your head was Worcestershire sauce instead of something that's like that's the bottle that always comes to my mind when I can't soy sauce. How about soy sauce? Same size bottle. Yeah, there's a lot less syllables there, Joe. It's, it's easier to pronounce. Anyway, I I don't know. I I, I don't understand. He's he cut or scratch your hand. I have I have jammed things up under a uh, a shelf before. You know, like the shelf has that lip that you can't just put it under. So you kind of slide it in sideways and then put it on there and then you go to pull it out. And maybe that's where you scratch your hand. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I agree that sometimes the, the, the options of putting the shelves in, it leaves one too tall and some too short. And it's like, yeah. it's never just right. But I've never ha- been attacked by my fridge. <laughs> like I, I leave bloodied, you know, I don't know. Right. I don't know. I haven't had that problem. What's next? 
Next, we've got Nicole, the official Zamboni driver of things Joe hates. All right. She hates the Onsen cordless vac. Online reviews were great, but one speck of lint and it stops working. Great time to be without a vacuum. Ugh. I, You know, I'm not a big fan of cordless vacuum cleaners. I'm just not. I just don't think they ever have the power to to pull the to draw a vacuum through a bunch of dust like a uh, like a plug in vacuum cleaner does. You know, it's even better than that. What's that? Cleaners. <laughs> okay, not yeah, well, everyone can afford cleaners, right? And I, hey. no, I know, and that sounded very, but that was on that was a purpose on funny. <laughs> I do, I totally agree. <laughs> I agree, though. I agree. I prefer an electric vacuum you find that one outlet in the house that you can get the most out of it's kind of like yeah. a game okay right. so you guys know where ours is right yep it's I know a exactly little table in the family room and yep. you can get almost the entire main level you can get the entire main level from that and or up the stairs oh i can't oh you, you know what that's right you can get yeah. the up the stairs from that but you have um, to use the right one you have to use the top one <laughs> that bothers you that extra inch that you need. It's all you need, that extra inch. <laughs> I, Lisa, I did love that you sat here from your ivory tower, going, "Oh, come on, peasants, just get your cleaners." <laughs> they got this. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, the the definitely the uh, cordless vacs are not as good as corded ones, but uh, they're a lot more expensive too. They are. That's true. What's next, Jake? Next, we've got Tom from Facebook. He says, I hate that they removed one of the clover leaves from the bridged intersection near my house and replaced it with a traffic light for absolutely no reason. Does Tom live near us? Because they did that exact same thing. Yeah, right I know what you're talking house. about. Uh, I don't know. I, I haven't really noticed. I noticed the construction, but otherwise it's like it doesn't. It didn't yeah, seem to disrupt that. I much, actually looked on looked on uh, nextdoor.com, which is a terrible place to do anything. Um, it's a social <laughs> have you ever been on have you ever been on nextdoor.com? No. You wanna know who you wanna know who your crazy neighbors are? Go to nextdoor.com. They're the ones that post there. That's who your crazy neighbors I've are. I've never heard of Nextdoor. I feel like a boomer right now, Joe. It's all boomers on Nextdoor, Jake. It's that's what it is. Uh, it's it's people who are complaining about everything in the neighborhood like uh we live near a very large concert venue yeah <laughs> and there are people complaining about the concert venue that concert venue has been there for 40 years i used to go to <laughs> concerts at this thing when i when i was in high school right and there are people who buy a house and go hey there's a concert venue here yeah, <laughs> yeah there's a concert venue there joe jackson recorded one of his hits there Look it up. It's everybody knows it's there. How do you not know it's there? Don't complain about it. Sit out on the front porch and listen to Billy Idol when he comes. That's no, what we did once. No, 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 no. You got to call in and complain when Slayer plays too loud. Yes, they should. No, no, you don't. <laughs> you don't it's too loud. It is after hours, and I have to work in the morning. <laughs> hey, I've never Slayer, been- Slayer, you need to quiet down. <laughs> I've never been so embarrassed in all my life. You're embarrassing me in front of Slayer, Lisa. <laughs> I love these guys. These are my idols. Like they're sitting there on the stage going, who is that? Tell her we're going to kick her husband's ass and he can't listen to our music anymore. Yeah. I'm sorry. No. Oh, man. Turn yeah. Down. Yeah. I, that is pretty funny. I mean, it's that, that pavilion has been there long enough for mortgages to have been completely paid off and then some. Right. If you didn't know about it, that's your fault. So anyway, I was looking at nextdoor.com to see if they were going to ever turn that, uh, that open that back up. And that was just temporary. But no, that's what they're going to do. It's a traffic light instead of a cloverleaf. But cloverleaf works so much better than a traffic light. I don't understand. Tom, you're 100% correct. Well, hang on, Joe. Two things. First off, what were you doing on nextdoor.com? Uh, I have an account there just because somebody invited me there. I because rarely you're a go. boomer? N- no. But you said it's for boomers. I, I don't know if it's boomers. It's it's people that like complaining. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. It's crazy oh. complainer website. That's not you. <laughs> oh, that's that's not you at all. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what this tag on podcast is about? <laughs> exactly. <Jeez. laughs> 
<laughs> it could not have been more perfect for you. <laughs> All right, that, What's that's next, fine. Jake? But, so, but no, hang on, no. oh, okay. I don't agree that it's for no reason. It, there has to be some reason. Yes, there it. has to be some reason. But uh, is it a good reason? Did... Who knows? Who knows? Is is a intersection worse than a clover leaf? For what purpose? So I don't know. It it probably for your purposes is more inconvenient, but that doesn't mean it's it's not for everybody, like or for whatever the, the they're trying to accomplish, whatever that reason was. Agreed. Lisa, I we think you know. said something about uh, the thermometer, though. You have more information on yeah. that. It's regular thirty dollars, but I looked at my old receipt, and you know what? Your awesome wife got it for eleven. Oh, okay. That's pretty good. Yeah. How long? New one for thirty. How long no. have you had that? <laughs> not a year. Not a year. Really? It's not, I thought you had yeah. it for more than that. Oh, no. It's new. This is that little tiny red one. Yeah. No. Maybe so a not, year. How long is it? Not to leave right off. It's been maybe, it, a it, maybe a year. Maybe a year. You probably bought it getting ready for camping that summer. Yeah. This past summer. So, yeah, that makes about a year. But then I decided I I wanted a different one. I wanted one that connects to my phone. So, when I'm down at the beach, it can ding me when the temperature gets just right. You know what? That's actually, uh, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. (laughs) For camping. That's a good idea. So, yeah, it has different thermometers. So, if you had two different pieces of meat and you wanted one well done and one not so well done, Mm. it'll it'll tell you then. So, I love that one. That was the good one. Joe, that's great. That's thinking about the. That's putting the customer first. That's right. That's a good, a good product. <laughs> I'll bet it doesn't have little snap off uh, leads that make render the thing. Well, up. hang on, hang on. Let's get back to that in a year. Okay, we'll find out. Right. <laughs> uh, so, I agree with Tom. But what's next? Next, we've got Travis on Facebook. He says salad tongs suck, Ugh. especially those cheap versions. Pinches the finger, won't stay closed. Edges feel rather sharp. Some of them open too wide. It's ridiculous. The more expensive ones put the open and close at the very end, which is also awkward at times. Okay, I don't understand that last sentence. So, Travis, you're going to have to clarify on that. But I will tell you this. He put a picture of these things on Facebook, and I, I, and he, the edges being sharp, ugh. I've told the story about the ladle I won't touch in my house, right? No. I've got we've got a ladle in our house oh that, my God. that Lisa Lisa <laughs> bought. I don't know. Did you find it at a thrift store, Lisa? Because I purposely put it in 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 Amazon. A sharp ladle. <laughs> sharp edge ladle. Will hate. And it came up and I went, it's mine. I paid $150 for it. I hope you like it. <laughs> The reviews were, this is excellent. My husband hates it. Five oh, well done. <laughs> no, I don't know where it came from. I, I don't remember. Maybe a yard sale. But yeah, I, I hate those salad tongs that are cheaply made sh- and wait, for wait, the wait, same wait. reason. No, 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 no. A sharp ladle? Yeah, it's got sharp edges on the handle. <sighs> on the handle. Yeah. So Next time you come over, it's a ladle knife, is what you're saying. A ladle knife, <laughs> ladle knife, ladle knife. I wish I knew how to sing Edelweiss <laughs> because I would sing ladle knife to the tune of Edelweiss <laughs> if I knew oh, how Edelweiss goes. But you I know don't. what you could do? You could watch Man in the High Castle, and then uh, it, that's yeah. the intro song. Oh, is it? Okay, yes. I thought you were singing. Uh, it's another rendition of, of it. No, no. Um. Yeah, I hate those cheap salad tongs too. My mom, growing up, had what I think is probably the best ever salad tongs. And I've never seen anything else like them in the world. And I would love to find out. I think she got them for her wedding. That My mom and dad got them for their wedding. Uh, and it's just an awesome device for getting salad out. And I've never found anything nearly as good. So I'm sitting here shaking my looks- head. I'm sitting here shaking my head going... What did you remember from your childhood? Man, those salad tongs. They were great. <laughs> I remember a lot of things what, from my childhood, what you, Jake. And when somebody this, mentioned salad you tongs. salad tongs? Joe, I can't tell you any of the utensils I've used in my entire life as a child. That's what because they were not about? nearly as memorable as these salad tongs, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> Joe. Okay. <laughs> Next time we're at my mom's house, I will show you the salad tongs. The most memorable salad tongs of all time. 
Jake, you're German. You'll appreciate these salad tongs. It doesn't matter. Joe. These are the best engineered salad tongs I've ever seen. I love them. (laughs) Welcome to my world, Jake. (laughs) Joe, they're salad tongs. It's okay. Like, whatever. I'm probably looking at them and go, that's cool. Whatever. (laughs) Move on with my life. Not sit there and commit them to memory so 30 years from now I can go, man, Joe, his mom had the best salad dogs <laughs> on the face of the planet. And then people look at me and go, why do I care? I'll tell you, it was actually kind of a source of a little bit of resentment for me early on in my marriage. And my wife said, what? I, listen, I'm what? telling you, I've never told Lisa this. Oh, God. This is a good time to have it come out, Joe. Go, go. I want to hear this. The salad tongs. I'm paid enough to be your therapist. The salad tongs that we have are the salad tong, the exact salad tongs that Travis has in the picture, right? They're the, the cheap little aluminum salad tongs that you, if you, you look like you, you hit them sideways and they won't ever work again. But for some reason, they won't fail. They actually are durable. But they are flimsy and and they don't pick up a lot of salad and you cannot pick up salad dressing with them at all. <laughs> and I said, we need to find a pair of salad tongs. Like I hate tongs. this conversation so much. <laughs> this is the worst. I'm going to start flipping tables. I can't even believe this is happening. What are you talking about? I didn't even know this conversation ever happened. What yeah. salad tongs do you hate? The ones that we have now. We still I have, have several. Them. No, no, you you have one. Well, uh, okay. uh, <laughs> uh, I have oh one, God. Jake. Do I have one of anything? No, but okay. thank you. But but let's move on, shall let's we? Move on. <laughs> oh, I know which ones you're talking about. Yeah, they're flimsy, but they're not my only salad tongs. I don't even know where they came from. Right. I can't remember the last time I got angry because of salad tongs. I wasn't angry. I am losing my crap right now. I can't even tell you. <laughs> Do you want to move on, Joe? Please. Jeez. Yes. So next we've got Kayla Shenanapuns on Twitter. She says, I hate every Xbox controller that came out after the first design. The Duke was comfortable, easy to use, and I hate that they took it away from me. I can one-up her. Do you know what I hate? Everyone pass Atari 2600. <laughs> that joystick was the best. And I won't play video games without it. Period. All right. Uh, there, I, there you have it. The, from the mouth of Lisa, <laughs> it is now gospel. Video game gospel. That's right. Bring on the joystick from the Atari 2600. Right, honey? Yeah, I can. I love the Atari Twenty Six Hundred joystick. It had uh, one button. It's the red one. You either right? hit it or you didn't, <laughs> and you don't get confused. It doesn't up or down, backwards, blow something up. It was a button. You can't mess that up. Yeah, right? I can't. I can't be with you on this. I mean, it was great. It was perfect interface uh, for for the system that it was on, but um, it was it was uh. Uh, you know, like the Nintendo, the Nintendo, the NES, that was a good system. I think no, the it. PlayStation controller is good. I actually don't play a lot of Xbox. I don't play any Xbox, actually. Yeah, so I, me, I can't me either. I played, I had mostly place. I actually only have had PlayStations. Um, I didn't like, I honestly, I think the PlayStation controller is better just because like the two little sticks are together right next to each other as opposed to being offset. And it's just, it doesn't feel right to me. Maybe it's just right. because I grew up playing PlayStation. Uh, well, I didn't really grow up. I, when I got older, I got a PlayStation instead of a, an Xbox. So if it's anything under the Atari, it's degenerate. Right, Lisa? Yes. All right. What's next, Jake? Next, we've got the rant of the week. Rant of Woo-hoo! the week. Rant of the week. From Paul on Facebook. Here's a few more quick hits. Carefully tearing open the cardboard top of a cereal box, hoping that you will be able to tuck the tab into the slot when you are done. Someone needs to reinvent the toothpaste tube. There has to be a way to get it all out without having to pinch and roll and squeeze. Ah, there is. It's called a pair of kitchen shears, and you cut the back of the toothpaste tube off. Or squeeze it from the middle. We're, we're, we're going to squeeze it from the we're middle. We're going back to this. And the cold, hot faucets in a shower or tub, especially in hotels. Everything about those, you either get hypothermia or boil to death unless you spend five minutes trying to find just the right balance. It's no yeah. water bill. 
Yeah, that's what I think about it. I mean, he's right about that, man. The for some reason, there's always in a hotel. There's always one knob, and the difference between hot and cold is like maybe ten arc degrees of that of the knob. Oh my god, Joe! It's it's always very narrow. And Joe, what? Why did you have to use arc degrees as your units instead of what degrees? As like instead of like you have to change it a hair. Everybody understands that. Okay, one thirty-six of the way around the turn oh is where God, all the <laughs> no. it's whatever. Anyway, yes, it's a very yes. small piece of the turn that makes it scalding yes. hot or freezing cold, and you, you got to go it somewhere. Sm- if you turn it a smidge too far, yes, it's too cold or too hot. Yes. A smidge. Sucks. It sucks. And every hotel is like that that I've stayed in the yeah. past three years. And I've stayed in quite a few hotels lately. No. Well, not what? right now you aren't. Mm-hmm. Not lately. I mean, <laughs> over the past three years, I've stayed in a lot of hotels. With That's lately house, for me now, Jake. I mean, I guess I guess for hotels, I agree. But if it's your house, no. Like, yeah. No, it's, it's my house. live. Yeah, you know, your house, your apartment, wherever you live, you get used to that pretty fast. At least I right. think you should. I mean, I it takes me like a week or so to figure that out. Yeah. Uh where yeah. exactly I like the the knob, but And that and that's true for a hotel too, but then it's time to go home. So. Right. Right. The, so for a hotel that makes sense because you're usually only staying like a weekend or something, maybe a week at most. Yeah, I usually um, spend Monday through Friday at a hotel. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, though, about – I 100% agree about the, the cereal box thing. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's miserable. God. Those things always rip and then they don't fit in there right and nah, like it yeah. doesn't matter. Everything's Put fine. Put it on a Ziploc. <laughs> yeah. You know what? That's not a bad idea. But I do agree that the boxes are, are so flimsy. Yeah. Can you imagine waking up and going down to the Ziploc of cereal? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's that's that's all it is. It's just a plastic bag on the inside, right? Do you remember those commercials? The The Malto Meal commercials, yeah, yeah. Because like they, it's like the guy on one of those electric scooters. He's he's in like a suit and tie or something, and he, you know, he's driving down the aisle on a scooter. He goes, you know, if you look inside these boxes, and he snaps his fingers, and now all the bag, all the boxes disappear. It's just the bags. He's like, there's just bags inside. So we cut out the box and they pass the savings on to you. And I'm like, (laughs) if the boxes really cost that much. I don't think they do, but whatever. <laughs> um, I don't know. The toothpaste tube is designed specifically to roll it. Like that's the right. point. Right. Yeah. I, I just push it in the middle. I know you do. <laughs> I know you do. Every time I go in there, I have to I have to to scrape that thing along the side of the sink just to get it to go back up. That's what I do. Oh, also As, by yeah. the way, Paul, that's what you do is you grab you grab the, the back end and and start what? Put the back end right at the corner of the sink and roll that toothpaste on a, on a like a not on a not on just find a corner in the bathroom. If you have a counter like a vanity, just run yeah. that thing down that vanity no, Paul, and that will Paul. push all just that grab toothpaste it with right your to the fist front. and start squeezing Don't. until you don't get any more out of it and I then go away. Well, well, hang on. So if you roll it up and you squeeze, like that's you're going to get as much out of it as you need to. Right. If you're trying to fight any for any more toothpaste, you're being really cheap. I'm going to be honest. Uh, toothpaste is not that expensive. <laughs> Just go. There's that tiny little bit in the end there. Do you know okay. how many times I have come in there to him having cut it? It has <laughs> well, yeah. taken no. his damn toothbrush and scraped the inside. All you have is silver. I'm looking Why? at it. Joe, now I only you can store. ever use that. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> oh man I, I try to I get the big Costco when you can get into Costco I get yeah. the big seven pack or whatever and as soon as we're down to the last one then I go buy another one because I can't I can't stand the mess yeah why do you need to cut it Joe like and I want to know what scissors you're using just well, kitchen shears well hang on Joe so you, instead of just rolling it up and and squeezing the last bit out you cut it well, I mean, you when can only can't squeeze, squeeze so much of it out. more out of it, he says, well, I think there's and one more out of it. More, Joe, then just get more toothpaste. Jake, back <laughs> off the microphone, man. <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, like, toothpaste is not that expensive. I, like, I get it. I get it. I totally understand. I paid for it. I'm going to use it. 
Yes. That is way too like that's like <laughs> that is like saying I paid for the whole speedometer. I'm going to use it. <laughs> it's like you're reading my mind, Jake. I, that's <laughs> I, what I said to the cop. <laughs> he didn't think it was funny either. Not, yeah, I bet not. Um, I, I, I don't know. I just guess. Why does it matter that much? I don't know. I, I just, I, really, Jake, all I'm doing is just postponing the trip to the store to buy the toothpaste. That's all I'm doing. As long as I can. If I don't have to make the one trip to the store just for the toothpaste, that's what I'm trying to avoid. I'm not trying to save the money. I'm just trying to save the trip just, to the store for the toothpaste. So you're being lazy by working harder. It's not a matter of work. It's a matter of time. I, I don't want to waste the time to go get the toothpaste. When Is it a waste when, of time? Because you're getting be, something that you need. But that time can be better so spent. Why are you dying on this hill? <laughs> I'm not dying on this hill, Jake. I'm not saying I'm not married to this idea. If it came down to it and Lisa said, that's enough, go get some damn toothpaste. I go, okay, Lisa, you need to do that from now on because Joe's out here telling well, other people. Sometimes it's they funny to see how far it'll go. You know, he's he's out here. How crazy he, is Joe? Yeah. Sitting here going, oh, I'm not married to this idea, but you know what you should do? You should go out there and cut this thing like I do. I mean, if it really irritates you, you can just cut the back of it open and you get get every bit of toothpaste that was put into that tube. I mean, it's it's easy to get around. I, don't be mad about it. Break it. <laughs> Jake, you don't know. <sighs> oh, my God. And I have cheap salad tongs. (laughs) (laughs) Joe, put us out of our misery, will you? All right, everybody. That's the show. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to check out our merchandise store and our YouTube channel. If you want to support us, we have a subscribe star. Links to all of these can be found on our website, thingsjoehates.com. If you enjoy the show, please share it with your friends. Also, it would help if you could rate, review, and subscribe to the show wherever you can find us. And subscriptions help the most. Tell me what you hate. I would love to hear it. Follow Joe on Twitter at Things Joe Hates. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Things Joe Hates. Our email address is Things Joe Hates Podcast at gmail.com. Links to all of these can be found on our website, Things Joe Hates.com. Female voiceover is provided by Andrea Petrilli. Podcast artwork is by Susie Blake. I'm Nate Goodwin for Things Joe Hates.